What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 62nd episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I'm your host, Dalton, and with me is Pharaoh. Yo, 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 what's up? It's been a while since we heard the yo, 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 what's up. I think people are going to really appreciate that. Really? I feel like it's... I was in last week's and the weeks before that, I think, right? No, not... Were you in last week's? I was... I mean, so I was there for the live stream. But you weren't there for the episode. Oh, oh, but yeah, but no, not for the episode. But then I was there for the week before's episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had your own little Fontaine adventure for Father's Day. Yeah, you were on the lake. Exactly. Ran is also here. I am also here. I don't have quite the uh, iconic yo yo yo, so I got to come up with some kind of catchy yeah, you intro. You got to find your thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he's got the you know what's going on, travelers, and you've got the yo yo yo, and I'm just, I'm just here. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> you should just, you should just every episode from now on try on like different catchphrases until something. Oh hits. God. Yeah. Yeah. Let, I think let the I listeners this. vote. Yeah. Let the <laughs> listeners vote on it. <laughs> like yabba dabba do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's your boy Ran. Oh man, uh, I second the yabba dabba do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a douchey YouTuber with it, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, guys, uh, we got some news finally. We don't have a slow week this week. Um, That's right. A hell of a lot of news. Yeah. So. Really, it's only two pieces, right? We have the big uh, concept art leak dump that happened like a few days ago, so we're going to talk about that. Um, And then when we're done giving our thoughts on that, probably a really short first half. And then after that, we're going to go over everything in 3.8 that that was uh, released during the special program today. Um, Lots of good stuff going on there. Uh, But first, we're going to jump into our review reading. Who is our uh, who's our victim this week? <laughs> it is it's we pre-selected it to be ran. Yeah, I feel like I was unanimously uh, nominated. I think this is this is just uh, it's just payback because I beat you guys in the uh, in oh the, yeah in the taste you know in the taste bowl. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's right. I'm actually still bitter about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's not my fault. I didn't. Well, I voted for myself, but uh, let's see. All right, so where is this one from? It's from the United States. United States. Apple Podcast from BirdGamer907, titled Favorite Podcast. So let's see. He wants this read in Kazuha's voice. Um, so, yeah, he's got kind of like that, that boyish tone. Let's see if we can give that a try. Man, my, my low voice is not made for this. This is going to be about my catching all over again. this is my favorite podcast to listen to as the leaves flow in the wind i love all the advice i get for my artifact builds please read in kazuha's voice very good yeah Yeah, okay yeah that That was super short that was way shorter than i thought too yeah oh that yeah no two lines that that was that was perfect for me thank you yeah there you go now pharaoh's getting the r&r one all to himself there you go i I can do it Oh yeah, that three pair. Oh yeah, I want I want to hear Pharaoh do that high pitch R and R for all three paragraphs. Oh god, yeah, it's a long review. <laughs> I have to we'll, take a drink. We'll, we'll see how reading. that one goes. We may do we may do another coin toss one for that. Oh boy, I thought each of us could claim a paragraph. That's what I was thinking. You know, we all we I just think, take I a think we do the coin toss. I think we do the coin toss for it. 
You know why he's saying that? It's because the last time we did a, t- a coin toss for it, it I, I always you. get screwed. I always <laughs> yeah. Do, yeah. <laughs> Let science decide with a coin flip. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> if I have to die with really bad coin tossing luck, but really good luck in my pulls, I'll take it. I was about to say, like, you have good luck where it counts. So. No. Let's see what we got to do. We have to do the where each of us reads a paragraph, and then we have to put up another public poll for people to vote who did it best. Oh boy, that's just uh, that's that's asking for a beating from the public there. I hey, look, man, hey, look, I, I, I thought it was a good idea. You know that would require me to go back and listen to every single like like I air quote voice line by every Aranara just so I could win. Yeah, the best true. thing you that's can the do, kind of person I am. If you actually put it to where in the setting by the R tree, you know where they actually show up in the village. Mm-hmm. If you actually go down to where they're at, closer to the water, they will actually start singing to the music still. Oh, whoa, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting. Yes, normally it's just the music playing, but if you go down to the village, when you get close to them, you actually start hearing their voices in the background as well. Hmm. That's, a, that's awesome. That's yeah, it's really nice. All right. We are on Twitter, at HoyoCast, also on Twitch, uh, and we also have a Discord, discord.me forward slash The Resonance, if you guys want to join our community. Um we have tons of things going on. Everybody's talking about the 3.8 live stream right now. Everybody's talking about that uh, new character that apparently is in the special program. I don't know if you guys saw that new character that's coming in Phase 1. You did? Yeah. yeah. So we're all talking about that. Um, and uh, and if you want to submit a question of the week, uh, like we're going to have in the second half of our episode, you can do that there as well. So uh, join the Discord. It's a, it's a good time over there. It is. We have a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, we only have one piece of news. Uh, Genshin Impact leaks Fontaine Flood. <laughs> Very punny title by <laughs> VideoGames.C.com. Um, so the original post was made on the 20th of July, so three days as of this recording. Uh, despite attempts to quell the amount of Genshin Impact leaks, HoYoVerse has not managed to quite, uh, quite shut down the rivers of inside information flowing into the World Wide Web. And now the company has been hit with what we can only be described as a leak tsunami. They're really uh, putting it in with the water. Yeah, puns the water here. we are all in. Yeah. Yep. Uh, dozens of concept pieces depicting past and upcoming characters, skins, locations, and more have somehow found their way into the public eye. It seems very likely that someone from inside the studio's facilities is responsible for this flood of leaks. Uh, but that's just speculation at this point. Uh, let's see. The person who leaked all this information even left a message to both their fellow information gatherers and Hoyoverse, uh, saying, quote, people will backstab and share things they are not supposed to. People will share things without knowing the true context around them to be the one who did it first. This has gotten way too far. Uh, this is to end that no more looking up to XYZ in hopes of getting a better quality image. No more of that as it almost is all here. What a weird take on it. I know it's really it's like a it's like the, to me it sounds like the perfect like villain like story arc starting yeah. Like, yeah it's like I'm tired of seeing people fight over clicks and likes so here's everything we're just going to you know quash it all right now it is kind of pathetic though don't you think like being like oh I gotta leak it first for the for the like that's not gonna like that's not gonna make you you know who he reminds me of uh, what is it uh, gentle gentle criminal. Oh, from My Hero Academia? Yes. Yeah, you're <laughs> that's right. A, yeah. a villain that's not really a villain? Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It's like I'm going to be the big villain to get rid of all the little villains, I guess. Yeah. But so oh, yeah, man. It's, it's it's it it feels very very petty. And I yes. just yeah. and I, I I just I I can't understand it. Like it's just odd, odd motivations. I feel it, like. it really it's is. Weird. Yeah. But whatever, I benefit from it, so it's cool. <laughs> Towards the studio, they wrote, "You are a multi-million-dollar company." You could tighten your security. You do not, however. It is ridiculous, and I hope that from this you may change this, Mihoyo slash Hoyoverse. And while we are here, you should really release an art book for Genshin to show off concepts that never made it to be. Just like Honkai, which you have no issue doing, Genshin should not be an issue at all. Your company is so open to how easy it is to breach, so it's just a matter of time before someone creates their own art book. You should try and get a profit at least. <laughs> Wow. What in the world? That, this is such a strange, like, dump of information. <laughs> it's like, oh, and by the way, like, super big fan, you should do this. It'd be so cool. And then also, wink, wink, if you don't, I will, kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, he's all over the place, I feel like. Or she is all over the place. You know, you know, like, I was thinking about this after I read this article. I was thinking, you know, it would really be cool if, like, he, like, whoever this is, got all the information and then emailed like their head of security and was just like, you should really hire me. And then like, <laughs> yeah. just leave it at that. Like that probably would have been, I mean, like obviously we, we wouldn't have gotten leaks. So I know like so, some of our listeners and you two would probably be like, well, I want to see leaks of character concept art, but I don't like, or I, I shouldn't say I don't, I just, I don't care either way. But, I think like, that's how a lot of like black hatters become white hatters and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it yeah. doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't really say too much else about, um, about the article just because they start to go into different names and stuff like that. Um, but without giving names, what they look like or anything based on what you guys saw, did you, did you like it? Yes or no? Um, I, I thought that there was definitely some very cool character designs. Um, but I, I didn't see nearly as much diversity as what I, I wanted. Like I've been rooting for characters to come out in like all different types of like, you know, body types, mm-hmm. you know, like I want like a, like a big fat dude character. You know what I mean? Like a, mm-hmm. you know, Grogus in league of legends kind of style. Well, yeah. you know, the models are in there. I mean, look at the Fatui enemies or look at the, the, the Aramites. There's only, yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> like they're there, and I wish that they would actually use them to create a character that I could play. Yeah, so sure. like because yeah. all of the characters are just like always super skinny and good looking, or you know, young and cute, right? So, um, yeah, I wish that they would like diversify a bit. Like, I, I want an old battle hardened dude as well. I want like some kind of witch looking chick. You, you know? got Lisa. Yeah, but I mean, like, one that's, like, ugly as hell. <laughs> not, not one, like, I want to go to sleep with immediately. Got it. So, yeah, like, so I was just, I was really hoping, because I, I saw before I actually looked at it, I was, there was, like, talks of, like, you know, the super big, burly guy, right? Um, that was one of the things that you'll see a lot uh, in there. And then I went and looked at the design for this supposed character, and it was just like a slightly larger body style for, of what we're very used to. Sure. So, um, yeah, it wasn't like 
there's some cool designs like aesthetically but it's just like i really wish there was a lot more diversity in there not everyone has to be amazingly good looking basically yeah ran uh did you like what you saw or no uh, I didn't really dive a whole lot into the leaks. I normally I'm not too bad with spoilers. Uh, I can usually be spoiled as far as like like endings to movies. Oh, well, you know, do you know how this series ended or this big reveal? And I'm usually pretty cool with it because um, I enjoy the ride. I like just coming across things as well um, mm-hmm. with the experience. The designs, I thought, uh, they are getting a little more creative as far as like what Pharaoh said with like the clothing. Um, yeah. And their fashion is really kicked out. But with Fontaine being based, I would think, is in France. I mean, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, lots of hats. I will say there are lots of hats, um, yeah. which is kind of a new, a new thing for me. Um, but like Pharaoh said, uh, the diversity in character models still hasn't started expanding the way that we want it to. Um, like he's saying, like with, with the Fatui, you know, you've got these mm-hmm. different character models. Like you've got like the big, the big buff dudes with the you know what they're uh the the electro spears where you got the uh yeah the big heavyset guys with the that annoy you with their healing and their cryo guns right um so yeah if we can get you know characters like that to be playable i think it'd be great because a lot of players are not opposed to actually playing these kinds of characters i mean you would think that on these kind of gotchas like oh well people only want super cute characters or super hot and sexy characters and that's not always the case um, mm-hmm. I mean, when I used to play Overwatch, yeah, sure, I loved, you know, running around as Widowmaker and Mercy and all that, mm-hmm. but Roadhog's my boy. Gotta love your Roadhog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I got that big old belly, and I'm doing my thing, man. I mean, exactly. let's go. So, I mean, I'm all for them branching out um, and just expanding in that regard, and it's still not there with Fontaine, and I don't yeah. think it's going to because we're going back to more of that, um, you know, that 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 European kind of setting like with Moss that was like with the German influence. Yeah. Um, and I was really hoping we were going to see a lot more when we were in the desert in Sumero. I know a lot of people were, especially as far as the ethnic diversity. Um, so I can only hope that we'll, that we'll, we will eventually start seeing a little bit more. They'll start branching out. And, uh, but as of right now, like I said, the aesthetic designs, uh, looked really appealing. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, like, some smaller things. Like, I probably saw, like, maybe one or two, but uh, the only thing I'll really say is that out of those two, it was it would have been kind of hard at first glance to see, like, a difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I can kind of see what you guys are talking about when you say that, you know, the characters kind of look very similar. So Yeah. I really am holding up for a sumo character above all else. I just want one sumo character. Sumo character? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's just like right now we have tall guy, um, young boy, Mm -hmm. tall tall woman, young girl, Mm And what they, what they actually call in their files the lolly character or the little girl the, yeah, the little lollies. girl character yeah, yeah. yeah. and that those are those are the five that we have and those are the only five models that are that are playable and it seems to be staying that way and it, it would just be nice to see them branch out a little bit more yeah 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 I agree if they would branch out I feel like it would definitely you know um, flatter a whole different side of the player base as well so yeah it feels more inclusive that's for sure not everyone's a stick figure. Yep. I'm I'm definitely not. <laughs> okay, uh let's I know it's like really quick, but that's really all I wanted to cover as far as the leak info that goes. I don't know. We'll 
this remember the last time they they got real serious and I thought you know oh man maybe they'll get like Pokemon where they're gonna start like actually you know suing and doing things to stop this right, but right, they right. just they just it I don't know yeah unless unless their whole goal is to be reactive instead of proactive then I guess like their plan may be working but I don't think this is the last of the leaks that we'll see nah never will we. Okay, let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to dive into all the juicy goodness that we got in version 3.8 special program, Uh, so we'll see you in a little bit. back from our break version 3.8 special program uh live stream overview uh this is we're reading right off of Sora Hoshina's guide she does a great job or they do a great job I don't know what gender Sora Hoshina is but they do a great job in Hoya Lab uh doing these great overviews because for whatever reason Genshin doesn't want to do their own anymore uh probably because people do it better so at this point they don't have to yeah uh, Secret Summer Paradise coming soon. Uh, what did you guys think about the trailer? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot, actually. It felt much more, like, lighthearted and fun compared to everything exactly. we've gotten in a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I, th- I think we're, we're getting that, um, what was that, what was the last one called? You know, where we did the, the adventure last time? The Golden Apple? Yes, like that vibe again like i loved that vibe so yeah. i mean yeah. i'm down for it are you upset that they're that it looks like they're not bringing golden apple archipelago back i mean as long as this takes its place in a in a good way then no not at all i'm fine with it mm-hmm. like you know i'm totally cool with doing it somewhere else and you know kind of revolving around a different thing but as long as it has the same vibe to it and the same quality content then i'm, I'm fine yeah, my initial thing when I first saw the the uh, promotional image for it, and it showed like you know the desert with the rocks and everything. Um, I, I I'm pretty sure I made an audible groan. I was like, I'm not going to do another update <laughs> with more <laughs> desert. I swear to God. Um, like I even put that up on our Twitter. It's like you know, oops, all desert. It's like, oh please. Um, so no, when it came up there and they showed that things were going on in the forest and they were kind of mixing things up a little bit, yeah. it was, it was a big sigh of relief for me. Yeah, I agree. So, so now like I was kind of like half paying attention, like during the trailer, um, mm-hmm. and while they were talking, the, did they specifically say like what kind of area this is? Like, is this a new area? Because I saw different things happening in areas that we've already seen. Yeah. I don't think they specifically said. So I, I think you know that maybe some parts of it take place in a in a small new area. Other parts maybe like you know they they go back and they do some stuff to areas that we've been to before. I'm not I'm not quite sure yet. Yeah, they yeah. they talked about like mirages, right? So I don't know if like is this whole thing a mirage? Is uh... well, that seems to be an ongoing theme for these summer events, isn't it? That's 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 kind of yeah, like their all... their mechanic of like oh, it's only here for summer. 
It's like it's True. just a mirage, and then right. it disappears. So they don't have to like actually build up a whole new area. Then it's just it's poof and it's gone. Oh look, you know, summer's over, so that they can just get rid of the area. Hear me exactly. out. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Instead of a mirage, I think you know what I would want. I think I would want Klee to like make up this like world, and like have the characters play along with her. So oh, then you just you. see it in the traveler's perspective, quote unquote, and then like mm-hmm. it just looks different. Like, it would be, like, this kind of, like, Crayola world that she would draw and make or something like that? No, no, no. Like, it doesn't have to... I mean, it could be, I guess, but, like... I think that would be super cool, actually, but... It would be. But I'm just saying, like, you saw the roller coaster and stuff like that. It's, like, mm-hmm. it definitely seems like something that would be, like, out of a child's, like, fantasy world. So you could easily just have the story be, like, oh, well, Klee wants people to play with her, and then she tells, like, you to imagine this, and then it's, like, a cutscene of, like the that fantasy world like being there you know what i mean yeah does that make sense i feel like this is what we've seen is too sophisticated so it looks like it's a world made for her yeah this is another one of alice's things exactly Mm. but but i do think that it would be super cool to have like a really like um how should i say kind of elementary world that she imagined and alice was like all right i'm just gonna boom right out of your imagination create it and then we have to roll through it that would be um that'd be pretty sick yeah all right wish banners phase one we have a rerun banner with Klee, and then uh, a new character alongside of her born of the ocean swell eula How, what do you guys think about this new character <laughs> i like her quite a bit personally uh, not a fan not what? a fan. Oh, well, well. like oh, her, okay. her aesthetic. Like we don't know her weapon yet. So, like, what, what like, what, what don't you like? Um, just the vibe. <laughs> Playing it safe, I see. The vibe isn't there for me. Got it. Uh, Eula will be rerunning with Klee. Um, are you guys pull? I know. So clearly, Pharaoh, you're not pulling on this. I know, no. Rand, you already have Klee, yeah. Uh, I have a C1 Klee, actually. I got real lucky on her banner. Oh, dang. So, you know, she she, uh, she makes things go boom good. Are you going with Eula, or are you going to save for Phase 2? Dude, it, this banner's going to kill me, because on one hand, I really, really want Eula. I have been, like, specifically saving for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, also looking at Phase 2, which we're about to cover, I really, really just need Kokomi. Hmm. So I'm I this this banner might might have me dipping into the funds a little bit. Yep. I'm gonna have Phase... to go ham for Coco as well. So. <laughs> oh, you are going you're gonna pull for Coco? Yeah, I gotta pull for Coco. Yeah, Do you have just... Kokomi or no? I only have her at one. I'm gonna get her to two. Or I'm sorry, uh, C zero. I wanna get her to two though. Oh, okay. Dang. Is that like right. a really good constellation? Um, it's usually the first big power spike constellation, so I'll okay. have to go look, but um, I'm pretty sure that's what it is for her. Phase two, Kokomi rerun alongside the Wanderer. Um, I myself will be pulling for the Wanderer. You already have him, don't you? I yeah, do. Yeah, but he just wants more of him. Oh, I want more Wanderer. Hold, hold on, that's not the only reason. <laughs> I also need Faruzan, so you can almost guarantee that Faruzan's going to be on his banner. Mm. And if I had to choose a C one. Or of Kokomi or Wanderer, I need, like, C1's just better. Mm. C1 is better, but I would 
I bet you the argument would be C2 would probably be better for Kokomi than Wander. Yeah. But yeah. The one, yeah, the one benefit as far as, like, if I did get Kokomi is I wouldn't have to go for her weapon because apparently, like, Thrilling Tales of Dragon Slayer is just, like, her mm-hmm. best weapon for some reason. Yeah. Yep. Um, while Eula, I think, if I don't have her signature weapon, I would have to run, like, Diluc Sword, uh, the Great Wolf something, whatever, um, yep. that I don't have, or the Serpent Spine, which just does not match up with her at all. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there are some decisions to be made. And they're Give not the going to be easy ones. <laughs> I'm not giving her the fish. <laughs> the answer to should I pull on Eula is always no. So I would just say no. Drop it. Like meta-wise, I would say people would probably like like yell at you if you actually did it. But she's such a boring character. It's like the one of the few characters that I'm just like, ugh, no. Just like, I'm okay if we delete her. What? Mm. I can't believe you guys like her so much. What is your deal? <laughs> I think she looks great. Did you guys were you guys both for her in the after dark episode? Absolutely. No, no you weren't fair. Or I mean, uh, no. Rand was Dalton. You're not. No. Okay. Ugh. So then, yeah, you're with me, dude. How you're going to be all in on Shinha and then not on Eula is just beyond me. But okay. Facts, dude. We have a new hangout event, series twenty-one. This would be Kai or I'm sorry, series eleven. Jeez, I got my Roman numerals mixed up. Kaya is getting his first hangout. I think this might be the first one that I actually don't do. <laughs> so you really? Not even going into it for the primos? No, I will. Yeah. I'll be rolling my eyes the what whole What he time. says and what he does very different. <laughs> <laughs> if it's got Primo's attached to it, he's doing it no matter what. <laughs> Anything? Anything. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> uh, you got, uh, how do you feel about this? I know, Rand, you said earlier, like, you can't believe that this is his first hangout and he was a little, like a launch yeah, four star. He's a, he's a launch character. The fact that we're into 3.8. And uh, and where he's just now getting his hangout is just mind-boggling to me. But um, they're slow playing his story so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you definitely get real drips because he he has such yeah. a direct tie to to Conrian exactly. lore and game stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why it's it's a real slow long feed. But I I have a feeling that he's going to play a major role like as we get closer to the end game as a result of this. Oh, for sure. Yeah, gigantic role. Yeah. I want him to be bad, like, I want him to be bad so I can just beat him up. (laughs) Finally an excuse. (laughs) Yeah, beat him up and then, like, he, like, leaves my roster. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I bet he's going to do something. I bet he is going to do something where, at first, he looks bad, and then he's going to come in, save some ass. We find out that he was, like, this, you know, I guess, at that point, like, a triple or quadruple agent, and, uh... He's going to end up being one of the best characters. I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely. Right now. Yeah. I can see that too. I hope not. We'll see. <laughs> I hope he just remains like. I picture an I'm utter picturing jerk. you with a you... Kaya with a Kaya T-shirt later on in life. This is my favorite character, bro. Oh no, <laughs> Dalton hates this man. Just yeah, decked out in, in Kaya gear. I'd rather wear a shirt with like. I'd rather wear a shirt <laughs> with Eula on it. Oh. That is pretty bad. That is I pretty mean, bad. I'd wear a shirt with you on it. Wear a shirt with Aloy on it, and it would say, my That's favorite Genshin right character. 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's Jesus. a great joke. Okay. We have new events, Secret Summer Paradise, which is the flagship event for version 3.8. Oh, okay, here you go. It is located in the new temporary map called Bottleland. It has four types of minigames, Spino Blaster, Sojourns of the Barking Fox, Dance of the Flashing Thought, and Bing Bang Finchball. <laughs> What's so funny, Pharaoh? You don't like Finchball? <laughs> Finchball sounds like an amazing sport, so yeah. Um, you can also obtain Kaya's new outfit and a free Layla four star cryo by completing exchanging uh, Joyo vouchers and meeting the invitation criteria, respectively. Um, you can also ride the choo choo cart from one location to another location on the new temporary map, also known as the Valerium Mirage. Um, so it is like a new land, but it is a Mirage. Yeah. Um, the it looks really cool. Yeah, like Sumero Disneyland mixed with Sonic. But no, I, I I love the uh, I love the uh, the first the mini game the uh, what is it the the choo choo cart and no, the Spino, Spino Blaster, Blaster. Spino yeah, Blaster yeah. yeah yeah the Crocomorph Vortex based crocodilian armored heavy naval battleship styled recreational water blasting cannon. Yeah, no, he that. said that all by memory. By the way, he didn't just read that on, that on the screen. Uh, that, that that is fantastic. I, uh, I, I I want to hear them say the whole name in game like repeatedly until they just get tired of it. Oh God, please! It'll don't. never get boring to say. I heard that name, and the first thing I thought of was, "Did Arataki Ito like invent this?" That's probably why it's so cool, dude. He probably did, or why the name is so freaking long. Yeah, no, they need to have like a thing or something. Like, well, we didn't know what to name the event, but this helpful this helpful gentleman with the red horns from Inazuma gave us this inspirational idea for a name. Exactly, and that Perfect. that's all the hint that you would need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the that's why Ido's the best character, by the way, because he's just fun as hell. Uh, yes. So yeah, the blaster uses ammunition to fire hydro. Once it's out of ammunition, it will take some time to reload the supply, um, and you can also reload it at the right opportunity. Uh, you can use this to hit as many target balls as you can within the time limit to earn points. Um, there are different kinds that you can aim at. A notable projectile is the overdrive ball, which you can break to enter an enhanced state during which you can gain infinite ammo. Uh, looks like a fun minigame. No, I think it looks great. Second minigame, Sojourns of the Barking Fox. You will have to control the Barking Fox to reach the destination within the time limit. You'll also have to collect as many adventure coins as possible while moving the fox. And this minigame will contain Sleet Dross Fruit, which can obstruct your sight. You will also encounter Disruptor Orbs, which emit disruption waves. Uh, they won't be damaging the barking, the barking fox, but they will trigger a sensor that reduces the remaining time of the challenge as well as your score. Uh, this one looks okay, I guess. This one's weird to me. It's just a flying coin collecting race event. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know how that's a fox, though. Looks yeah, like that, that's the one thing when they said, yeah, I don't see the fox, but okay. Yeah, it looks more like a pig from Seven Deadly Sins or something. I thought it was like <laughs> I thought it was like one of the fungi or something when I first saw it. Mm, not seeing that. But I mean, from behind, like you can see like the like the little like its avatar in the top left hand corner. But like from behind, I thought it was gonna be like another kind of like, weird fungi thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Fox is definitely not on the top of my uh, yeah, my I guess never what that was. 
Third minigame, Dance of Flashing Thought. Combat minigame, it just happens to take place on a stage, and some of the game mechanics have been inspired by theater. Before starting, you will be able to adjust their party to fit the special features of the different stages. During the challenge, you can defeat opponents to accumulate honed will, and once you've gathered enough, you'll obtain honed focus effects. Uh, I, I actually kind of like this this event. Like The gameplay they showed of this event made combat actually look fun. Yeah, I agree. I think they did a good spin on this one. Yeah, the spotlight mechanic look, looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. Bing Bang Finch Ball. You're going to be launching a certain number of finch balls in order. Place as many finch balls as you can in high-scoring zones and reach a set scores to complete challenges. You'll need to know the differences between the various zones. If the finch ball stops inside the red zone, you will earn four points. Yellow zone, two points. Blue zone, it will be one point. Uh, basically, it, you are you get a slide meter, and if you hold it too much, you shoot it too far or too little, you get the point. Yeah, it's, um, like, it's like finch curling meets like skee ball. Yeah, there's I, a there's a name for this exact sport. Like yeah, like I've seen life. it before. I've played games like this, but I can't think of the exact name of it. I'm trying to. Remember. I'm I'm looking for it right now. <laughs> Have you played Hogwarts Legacy? It's like that mini yeah, game it's where just you like use that, the boulder. Yeah. yeah. Um, shared site. Uh, here we will re- uh, assist a researcher who is collecting experimental data. We will need to use an item called the inscribed mirror to find and recover small animals in order to complete the experiment. Travelers may use the device linked to the inscribed mirror to view the environment from the animal's point of view and then use that information from what you can see to figure out their location and recover them. I thought this was really cool. Shuffleboard, by the way. Uh, Shuffleboard. Shuffleboard. Perilous Expedition. You will need to help a Liyue adventurer study Sumeru's geography and hydrology, but despite its name, this will actually be a combat event. During the event, a new area will unlock for us to explore each day, and we'll need to fight our way through. Each exploration consists of three combat rounds. If the team compositions are varied enough, then a stackable buff will be activated. Some more combat for that one. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird that they got like two active combat events going on at once like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's good, though, I think, Yeah. overall. I mean, it's, it's fine. They're usually not too bad. I think the theater one looks more interesting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so do I. Adventures Trials. The branch master of the Mondstadt Adventures Guild has prepared new challenges to help train rookie adventurers. In the sequential trials, you will need to pass three consecutive trial challenges in a single run. As for the fortuitous trials, three trial challenges will be randomly generated after you enter the domain. There will be a variety of fun minigames such as flying and collecting adventure coins while dodging attacks, kicking slimes into the goals, and skillfully dodging various traps. They've done this, like, before. Honestly, like, not that long ago, either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, like, I like these, what, though. Six months ago or so? Yeah. I yeah. like this a lot. Yeah, I think these are good. fun. It's also just fun just to use the mechanics in different ways. Like, I think the example that they showed was, like, you know, Yaya throwing her, her little bunny thing, like, through this moving hoop. And it's like, you know, I, I like, you know, it's not hard. It's, it's just fun. Just something different to kind of mix it up while still using the character mechanics. Yep. Um, I think I remember using, like, either Hazel or Gene to, like, blast slimes into a soccer goal kind of thing before. Yeah. Um, so I think that's coming back. But, yeah, th- like, these little games like this, yeah, I, I enjoy these quite a bit. That's it for the events. We also have new skins. We have Klee. 
Uh, the rarity is unknown for this one. Um, most likely is going to be uh, you're going to need Genesis crystals to uh, buy this skin. Most likely. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Klee's skin? I mean, like I the think hat, it's adorable. The hat is the biggest difference to me, but yeah, I mean, I would never pay for it. I don't really care for Klee though. So. I mean, I really like Klee. I think that it gives her more of a aesthetic, like similar to what we think uh, Alice looks like with mm-hmm. the witch hat and everything. Um, but no, everything just with that, the, uh, the revamp dress and, uh, and her new little, like, her lights, like replacing her backpack, with, like the little satchel with the Dodoco sticking up out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I, I really, really like this one. Also, I noticed that her vision has moved to the top of her hat. So that's really cute. Mm. I like it. I just wish it was a different color. Yeah. Well, she's, she's the, she's uh, fire, the, though, the, the so. crimson nighter. Yeah. Yeah. Spark the Spark Knight, yeah, she's the Crimson Spark Knight. Yeah, but it could she could have been like it could have been like blue, like a bright blue, like a sky blue, like or like 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 fire when it's hot, it burns blue and like white. So like I rather, I mean, it would have been cool if it was more white and like blue, but I just think it looks too much. Like other like Pharaoh's point, other than the hat, it kind it looks very similar. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I like, think that's fair, but I mean, like, even when we got Ayaka skin, like, even that was still a light blue, like her normal outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the only one that got a drastic change was Lisa when she got her Samara outfit because it was the green of the Academia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean that was a great looking skin, but yeah, it, it was definitely a stark contrast to how everything else she does is purple. Yeah, they usually don't stray too far from their element. You know, their their typical element color. Yeah, I guess, but also like, do Luke got a like new hairstyle, all red outfit, and new animations? Yeah, mm-hmm. but the red still suits his thing because he's all fire. I mean, it flowed more, it even flowed better with his weapon. Yeah, I mean that one was a, a far more drastic visual change, but that one also was very expensive. Now, Pharaoh, I'm surprised you haven't brought up your girl Ningguan because she got a straight up like purple dress. It's a stark mm-hmm. contrast to her normal true. gold That's and true. white. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, but, I mean, Ningguang looks good in everything, so, I mean... Oh, my God. They could, they could literally wrap her in whatever, and she would still make it look amazing. So. <laughs> he wanted to say nothing, but he... Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd, take, I'd buy that skin. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, look, she's wrapped in cellophane wrap. <laughs> you have to pay for lack of a skin. I'm like, uh, yes, yeah, I will do that. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's Klee. We also have Kaya skin, um... How, how do you feel about Kaya's skin? I mean, like, I don't care for it. It looks like the same to me. I don't know. It's just so I've I think never this looks cared a lot more different than Klee's does. Well, it does, but at the same time, like, I've never cared to ever look at Kaya enough to even know that it's different. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, yeah. like, it's like okay, sure, but you know, he's I don't. Thing- I, I doubt. People are actually going to use it, but it's free, so it's who cares, you know. See, I actually, if I ever start actually building up Kai, I think I will use this only because, like, you everybody's always kind of laughed at Kai. He's like, oh, he's got the eye patch, he's got kind of like that that pirate uh, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, but his outfit has always felt more kind of like a, you know, like like the ruffian kind of like bandit kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this one, I mean, with the with the refined coat, um, the 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 slacks, and those. those those bomb ass, I mean, golden boots that he's got going on. 
I think this like that fits that that hinted at pirate aesthetic a lot better. He's also I, like sitting on top of a bunch of boxes and like flipping a gold coin. Yeah, with like a treasure chest open with a sword sticking out. I actually think that this skin looks great. Um, and I don't even care a whole lot for Kaya, but I think this is a pretty good skin. I like I like the skin. I do. I I don't like Kaya as a character, so I'll probably <laughs> put this on him so he's nicer to look at. But he this skin isn't making me want to build him. We'll just, I got we'll just say that. Yeah, I'd say like when, when are you ever gonna play him to actually use the skin? Though? Yeah, yeah. N- never. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is a four-star rarity. You can get this skin in uh, the flagship event. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, the rarity was mentioned in the Korean live stream. We have new additions to the TCG, the Forge Realms Temper Endless Swarm. A new game mode called the Forge Realms Temper Endless Swarm will be available in 3.8. Different stages will feature special rules with different buffs and a variety of opponents to battle against. Defeat these opponents to increase your score. Uh, we also have new cards. We have Candace, Yanfei, and Kazua. So those three uh, character cards and their respective action cards are going to be added. Um, I saw the live animations during the uh, during the video live stream, and then we didn't get to see Yanfei or Kazua in action. But Candace's animation looks really good. It does, yeah. Her shield looks massive in that in that artwork, though. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like, yeah. I wish her shield was like that big in the model because, in like, the in the game, yeah. it's like like a like a little buckler that she just wears in her arm. But this thing looks like a like a you know a huge shield. I'm like, yes, yeah. that's what I want. Yep. Uh, new temporary map. Here you go, Bottleland Valeria Mirage. So we are getting like a new a new area. I maybe when I saw this, I I remember seeing the screenshot in the live stream program. I just I think maybe I. Uh, Registered as just more of Sumeru. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can use a special gadget to locate the Joyo vouchers, treasure chests scattered on the map. These vouchers can be exchanged for Kaya's new skin. I, I, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that this like temporary thing is like is just like Golden Apple Archipelago. Yeah, it's like we had to capture mm-hmm. the or collect the bottles and stuff. I think wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Or the or the yeah. memories and the notes. Mm-hmm. Some, some, something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this is definitely uh, that kind of same thing. Yep. We have new music. Genshin Impact's third commemorative OST album, The Shimmering Voyage of Volume 3, will be released during version 3.8. The album includes three discs by the Hoyo Mix team, which contain the original music of version 3.0 to version 3.8. This album will include music from storyline videos and animations, as well as version specific events. Uh, including Windbloom Festival, Vine Lazenfest, and even the music from our version 3.8 Valerium Mirage event. Um, and that's it. That, that That's all there was about the 3.8 live stream. Um, Anytime we get more more music, man, I am all for it. Especially Shimmering Voyage. Shimmering Voyage slaps. So oh, yeah. Down skis. Yeah, so they, I guess they add more to the Shimmering Voyage... Which, uh, did they only started Shimmering Voyage in 3.0? Well, no, so they had the Shimmering Voyage and the, uh, the, what is it, the, I always forget the name of it, the Apple Archipelago? Yeah, Golden, the GA. The sailing music and stuff? Yeah, for each one of those, that was uh, Shimmering Voyage. Mm -hmm. So this is the third volume, because it's the third time they've done that. Okay. Oh, okay, that makes sense, that's cool. 
All right. And then this is where we probably should have done our break, but we got some Fontaine first looks. I feel the uh, drip. Yeah. Yep. So uh, do one of you guys want to go first? Let's talk about the the first two photos of the city of Fontaine. Well, how do you guys like it? Is Was it what you were expecting? I've never been to France, so it's hard for me to say, but I didn't <laughs> immediately get like a a huge French vibe. But that being said, like the music felt more French, right? So like in that way it did, but I don't know if the aesthetic hits me as French. But um the it looks amazing though, either way. Like it looks super cool. I can't wait to get in here. Um but yeah, that that's my hot take. Um, I think it's I think it's gorgeous looking. Um, I love the teals and the and the grays and the light blues. That's always been kind of like a palette I've really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I was kind of surprised a little bit. Uh, I didn't expect it to be so clean. Um, when I saw like the character leaks and people were like, "Oh, we're going to France," and we saw France Charlotte, is not clean. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, no, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. But uh, I'm sure the French people are, are very clean and upkept people with nice cities. <laughs> no, um, France is, I think, actually known to be like quite. I mean, like you know, in, in very popular streets, it's clean. But like, I mean, I think in in most of Europe, just because it's so old, like in general, like the streets are not. It, it's aged with culture, sir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, so that's kind of what I was expecting from this. Um, I was expecting a lot more of a um, a steampunk vibe. Like I was expecting to see a lot more like gears and tubes and crap like that everywhere. Um, being like more like industrial, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so like everything that we see, it's not like high tech like we saw with things in the academia. And the Akasha and all that. And I hated that crap. Um, not because it was bad, but because I just felt it was just so it, off the rails for what the yeah, game had. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. The um, I'm going to leave it off on that as we move down into the, the later pictures. Okay. Um, but I will say that the city, the overall, the city, uh, I also want to say, looks massive just from these yeah. shots. Mm-hmm. And I love that. There's multiple layers, lots of verticality. Um buildings up and down the sides um yeah very cool yeah it it, that's the the number one thing that i thought of was it looks beautiful um i really like the color scheme uh like the gold the white and the light blue Mm -hmm. um it's very nice it's like kind of reminiscent of monstat right but not identical uh, but like Rand said, I'm I I was like super surprised because, you know, everything that we've seen from Fontaine it makes it made it seem like it was more steampunky, and that's kind of what I was hoping for. Um, like you know, we got that uh, guy who came over and was like making mechanical toys. He was from Fontaine, and th- yeah. it, everything that we've seen so far has given off like steampunk vibes. Yeah, yeah, like you said, like those toys were very clanky and they whirled and they spun and they shot smoke. Um, when you yeah. made puzzles, we had to work with gears and spin it, and they clicked. It was and like they the city of and... invention, is what is what yeah. they made it out to be. So, yeah. Um, but overall, like I, I like it. I like the city. Uh, and now we got two other pictures as well. So, we got the one with the giant mountain in the background. And we have one where uh, the character that they introduced 
um, is known as a melazine, but we don't like know their name or anything like that. Um, we just know that they are what's called a melazine, which I had to Google this and find out. But basically, it's based off like European folklore, and it can be like a mashup of like a snake and like a bunch of different animals. Um, but that's basically all that is. And uh, I don't think you see it in yeah, you don't see it in any of these screenshots. But there is another one of of this melazine on like top of like a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never um, seen it in his live stream. So you you so she's not like this one. I keep saying she because she's because it's pink, but like she's not like the only one. So number one, like outside of the city, looks like a fortress. The out like and then you have like you're out looking like out past the city, like j- j- probably where we would be coming in. Yeah, like you're probably coming right. in on a boat from like across that bridge. What do you guys think? More than likely, yeah. My question is, uh, well, I've got two things to say. One, I'm wondering where the other side of this water bridge, this, like, aqueduct ends. Um, and two, there is 100% uh, hydroculus on the top of that mountain. Oh, no, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. And so, probably um, one on top of the building, too. Yep. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, um, I think the bridge... I don't know. I think it's coming from it could be coming from old Mondstadt, which would be like a northern part of Mondstadt, uh like potentially like by Storm Terror? Uh it could be, yes. Cuz there's a lot of like ruins and busted bridges and stuff like that. Do you think it's going to play into like those at all? I think I think so because like right to the left of that and a little bit north is the Oceanid which we know from, like, lore that the Oceanids ha- actually come from Fontaine. They do. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. But that's just that's just what I think, yeah. Yeah, it's a fair take. I think that, um, for me, the... I mean, I, I don't know where it's going to be coming from, but I, I think, Dalton, I think you're probably right. I think it's probably going to be coming from there. But, um, yeah, as far as the... Uh, just going back to on these next two pictures, like the... Um, aesthetic of it they definitely went very justice right mm-hmm. they are emphasizing the justice more so than the uh invention like technology side of it i feel like yeah it's a, a very very pristine white clean you know justice looking yeah so yeah um still looks super cool though love the building designs and everything like that um love how much water they use so it, it's really cool like it's it's really amping me up I'll say that I'm real happy to see the um, the return of like open blue skies and rolling green hills, and I love Sumeru. Um, the forest did, however, become very overbearing over time. Like when you're underneath and you're in the shadows with the foliage and stuff mm-hmm. hanging over you all the time. Um, and then when you went to the desert, it was just brown, and everything's yeah. very, very brown. You um, know, sorry, I would um, finish what you're saying, but I have a question at the end. Yeah, no. So, like I was saying, going back to here, like I love the feeling of Monset, like the open plains, um, like trees and stuff are scattered about, but it's not like a full-on forest. Um, so, I'm hoping that we're going to get a lot of that in this area because I know there's going to be a lot of water to fit the whole, you know, the hydro aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. But just from these shots, I'm I'm pretty happy with what I'm seeing. Yeah, I was going to say, um, speaking to that point, um, what did your guys? Like, where would you guys rate each area right now 
And does it differ from what you thought it'd be whenever we were going into Sumeru? Are we gauging based on like interaction or on aesthetic no, like or just your, how we feel favorite, about it? it? It's just how you feel about it. Overall, aesthetic, everything included. Uh, Dalton, you want to go first or you want me to take point? I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, well, I joined when I first started playing the game. I joined right when Dragonspine got released. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have a whole lot to go off of there. Um, right. And I didn't even go to Dragonspine just because I... I don't know if it was that I couldn't or if it was because I was too low leveled and like every time I went over there I would just like die. Mm-hmm. Um Dragon's Point sucks. So. Yeah. That's um, such good music though. It does. It doesn't offset the the pain you have to go through especially when like none of your characters are leveled cuz you're just starting out and you're just like, "Oh, cool, mountain. I'm going to go up there." Like your max HP is like a thousand and that's like one second of <laughs> of Dragon's Point. Yeah, that's true. Um so, like, I don't have any opinions there. Um, now, Leeway, again, Leeway, again, is just, like, is an area where I didn't really even get to enjoy the game, because, like, when I came back. So, when I came back, it was when Inazuma launched. Right, so you're running through. So, I'm, I was running through, trying to catch up. Uh, so, I didn't have time to, like, even learn about the area. I, I moved in. And I was just like, okay, I'm in Leeway. Like, I don't even know if I even thought about that. I don't even know if I even thought I was in Leeway. I think I was just right. in an area. Gotta go. Um, yep. And so when I got to Inazuma, I did hear that, like, pe- my buddy was like, oh, it's really beautiful. Um, you know, like, there, this island is, like, all purple and all that. And I was just like, a purple island. And I th- said, okay, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. But not really everything was purple. Right. It's just... They, everything has like purple tones and the things that you interact with are purple. Yeah. Um I I was expecting like a tropical uh Inazuma, not like a Edo period Japan Inazuma. Dude thought he was, dude thought he was going to Okinawa. Yeah. So, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So I I I was very surprised with Inazuma, but that's the only one like that and but that doesn't compare to this. This is something I was just like super surprised by. Mhm. Cuz it's so like the exact opposite. So putting it just to, just to simplify, it, just to put it in a, in a actual ranking. This one. Like this one's the top. This one's the top. Okay, but like go through the list. Like uh I only have Inazuma and Fontaine, so Fontaine most surprising than Inazuma. Okay. Um, what about you, Bran? Uh, as far as, like, which ones have surprised me the most, or, like, which ones I No, I mean, which ones do you just like the most? Like, what oh, was your... Because, I, here, maybe I can clear this up with my, my answer to it. Okay. So, my my favorites going into Sumeru was um, uh, Liyue, Inazuma, Mondstadt, Dragonspine. Okay. Um, going into Sumeru, I thought that Sumeru was going to top my list. I was like, we, we're going to have desert, we're going to have forest, it's going to be insane. Now, in retrospect, it is right before Dragon's Fine. So wow. it has made its way all the way down to the bottom. So it really took its, for me, that area took its toll on me for some reason. I can look back and have very fond memories on, on Inazuma and basically everywhere else. And there's still some good memories in Sumeru. But that aesthetic, for some reason, like really was just like, I don't know, dragged over time. So I didn't know if you guys had a similar experience with that or not, because I was super hyped going in, and yeah, I, looking back. 
I can see down. that, especially after getting like three patches of desert expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely big time burnout on that. Yeah. Um, that it was just said, not used as good. That desert was not used as as well as I thought it was going to be. Used. Well, no, I feel like there's only so much you can do with desert, and then they threw caves and then like you know the 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 ruins and stuff in there, which was creative and gave you a little bit of diversity to explore with. Mm-hmm. Um, but after again, like multiple expansions of desert, 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 it's like it's the same thing, and we got to get off it, guys. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I loved it at first, and then by by the last time. You know, they expanded out. I was getting burnt out. It took a lot of the creativity in this last expansion where we run along yeah. with uh, Suresh and them to really get me more invested into it because they did mm-hmm. so much more with the with the environment. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say I've, I will always have an affinity for Mondstadt. Um, it's always been one of my favorites. I thought that Inazuma got very creative with what they were able to do with the different islands. Mm-hmm. Like... The aisles were very diversified depending on which one you were going to. You could tell them apart, and I really oh, yeah. appreciated that. The problem I have with Inazuma is that I never really cared a lot for the uh, for the Asian aesthetic, which is weird as me being half Korean, but I just mm-hmm. never really cared for it. So mm-hmm. the, sam- the samurai aesthetic, didn't really care for. Um, the fact that everything wanted to murder me, didn't really care for it. Um, I thought the writing was really bad in Inazuma. <gasps> How um, dare you? The, the writing was a trope. It was so. It was the, poten- <laughs> the the potential was there, but it was just so poorly handled. I I disagree on that. I no, don't agree. They they juggled and just they just fumbled the side character stuff so hard. Um, it had its moments. It had some very very peak moments. Anytime Raiden Shogun showed up, it was a peak moment. When you went through all the crap with Kaza, he had his peak moments, even though I think he's dull as dishwater 90% of the time. <laughs> but just uh, Inazuma was such a hostile thing to me. I didn't like the music, the environment, the the mechanics, the puzzles. I didn't like Inazuma at all. Um, Liyue was fine. I didn't have an affinity for Liyue, but I loved the lore, the buildings surrounding the Jade Chamber, all the stuff with Zhongli, uh, running around for Ningguang and Beidou and everything. Had a great time with it. Um, Sumeru blew my mind. Loved all the Archon quests for the most part. Loved the Lord Rips. Loved Sumeru City. Um, the R&R quest for what it was was great. Just too drawn out. Um, the desert has some fantastic storytellings with uh, with Jet and her thing and the caravan and the Aramites and all that. Um, so Sumeru City is really high up there for me. I always go back to there. Um, I keep my dailies and my weeklies pinned there because they're very easy. Uh, so I would say Monset and Sumeru are probably my top two. Just looking at Fontaine on an aesthetic level, just looking at it, it's really going to contend for that number two, if not number one spot. It, yeah, it, the, it just looks position. that good. Yeah, for for Fontaine, I think it, it has a very likely chance to take my number one spot. And Dalton, you agreed with that as well, right? Um, I don't know. Like, okay, so let me reframe that because, or my answer, because you think you asked like a different question. So like, if you're, (laughs) I feel like I asked the same question, but was very confused by your answer, but no, you asked me what was the most surprising to you versus what you expected. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah. So, in order from what I like the most to the areas that I like the least, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to say Sumeru Forest 
areas are my mm-hmm. favorite. Okay. Um, Mondstadt would be second. L- or no, I'm sorry. Inazuma would be second. Mondstadt would be third. Then uh, Liyue, Sumeru, desert areas, and then Dragonspine. I can't believe Sumeru Forest is ranked so high for you guys. It's it's more I, than I just still the remember like it. yeah, it's more than the aesthetic because I just the like the music. Mm-hmm. The music was oh man, Dude, the music Leo was so music good. Fontaine has such big so shoes to fill with music. Mm-hmm. If Fontaine's soundtrack does not just keep up to the level of Sumeru or surpass it, I will be disappointed. I and I feel like, like that's feel not like fair because there's such crush. a high benchmark, but I can't help it now. I feel like Fontaine music is going to crush. I feel like it's also going to be like <laughs> super super calming to just like walk through the city. I feel like nothing is going to be like the relaxation points <laughs> so, as much as walking through Fontaine City. So um that that's that's one of the one things that keeps me going back to Sumero City is when you first go into Sumero City and you hear the music and you hear this melody, I think it's like Nahida's melody playing in the background, mm-hmm. like yeah. oh, this is like really nice, soft, pleasant music. I love this. And then you play through the R Conquest. And you go through everything that happens with Nahida and Dunyarzad oh. and everything. And then you're like, oh, that song's playing. I want to cry. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, <laughs> now, now with like me, Fontaine, you go and I you feel hear like this, maybe like, I'm jaded with, like, with Sumer or something. Sumer, I, I mean, Sumer, like, I feel like scarred me in some way. I think it, I think it all goes back to that memory quest with Nahida. Where you had to do like the same thing a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. I, I really festival. think that yeah. that like literally just put a knife in my brain. barrow has <laughs> got PTSD. From yeah, the, uh... you guys are like, oh, it was so great. I'm like, man, that was traumatizing over there. <laughs> like, I remember going to the academia and storming it with everybody. Like, that was so epic. That was a cool moment. That was yeah. a cool moment. I'll give you that. But even just like exploring, like. Just, like, walking around in Sumeru, like, around the desert, and, like, going to Vin- uh, Gandharvaville for the first time, like, seeing the withering, like, all that was great. Like, I remember seeing, like, a withering and being like, okay, I need to take care of it. And then, like, seeing the world come to life afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing for me is, like, oh, yeah, what can I do to change the environment in this world that is that will stay there? And mm-hmm. I think originally pharaoh and i thought that this is something that is like temporary and then like when you come back it's the withering again but it's not well it's right. like you had like the fog down on uh the the island island yeah yeah well we got a farm toma stuff so i mean there were some mm-hmm. permanent changes there uh like and then they had like the electro they, they trees that you were trying to be changes yeah they have permanent changes in yeah everywhere i, I think because um, i mean we also had in, in azuma we had the um uh, that one big area that had that lightning storm thing that you had to change. Yep. Yeah, you had to clear yeah, out the storm quest. so you could actually yeah. do stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, does Leeway have one? I don't think Leeway had one. Yeah, uh, the Jade Chamber, I guess. Jade Chamber, yeah, went down. You That's had to right. rebuild it. Oh, no. Right. Jade Chamber, or uh, Leeway had one of the very first ones, I think, and that was the shrine that that one dude was like uh, pretending to be a Yaksha. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Right. And you had to rebuild the little shrine for it? The shrine, the shrine yeah. 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 
Um, yeah, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff in all of those places. Yeah. I, I can't help but say, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm going to get us off this, but the more that I'm looking at the, the Fontaine, the city overview, uh-huh. the more I see is like, it feels very Disney to me. Like if you way or a bad way. It's not just the colors, but if you look at if you look like at the second picture where it's got like the shops and it's got like oh like here's this thing, it's got the scrolling like motif. It reminds me of Kingdom it. Hearts. Yeah, and then it's got like you know like the violin. It's like, oh, this is the music shop. You can tell because it has a guitar over it, and here's like the clock mm. shop because it yeah. has gears and stuff. It feels very it does feel very cartoony. Yep. Um, what is it? Tra- Traverse Town from Kingdom Hearts, I think you mentioned? Yeah. Yeah. That vibe is there 100% for that, for that screenshot, at least. So yeah. that, was, that was a good call. Um, I will say, though, just speaking to the Disney thing, I was going to say, like, I think also one of the downfalls of, of Sumeru Desert for me is, like, whenever I was thinking about it, I was thinking a, a lot like Aladdin Desert, you know, okay. kind of dungeon style. Yeah. And I felt like I didn't quite get that fantasy, so... Um, yeah, but it, this one, it, it feels, I feel like you're right. It does kind of feel a little Disney-esque, but in a good way, I'd, I'd say. I, I'm still very excited to experience it and see, and see it come to life. I think, I yeah. think it's going to take me by surprise. I think also a gi- gigantic factor on if Fontaine is going to be a good memory or a bad memory is uh. how they handle water, which. All right. You know, we're going to get into that. Where that's getting, coming up next. That. <laughs> yeah. Good segue here. All right, so uh, real quick, next picture looks like they are going to implement some like underground mechanic in the form of sewers, which this is exactly what I was kind of hoping for. Um, now we talked about like the overworld, like we have the city, and it looks very Disney-like. Um, I have a couple points to this. They, they show a sewer. It looks like you know a sewer. It doesn't look like extremely like disgusting, but it's it's a, just a sewer, right? This is what I thought the overworld of Fontaine was going to look like. This is what I kind of wanted. Same, one hundred percent. I love, I love the look of it. Um, I hope that they do something that's very. The first thing that comes to mind is League of Legends, uh, or I should say, like Arcane, where oh yeah, you have you have the, the overworld, overworld the, the topsiders, and yeah, yep, uh, you have that, and I hope that you know that kind of meshes here same thing with star rail right you got the overworld and the underworld and bellabog so like i Final hope fancy had midgar with the plate on yep in the sectors so i'm hoping that that translates here as well mm-hmm. um but yeah under uh underwater exploration uh, d- d- what did you guys think about the animation of the traveler jumping into the water the animation looked good when he flipped and dove in and just like he didn't just like dive in and then just immediately go to a swimming animation. He like went in and then did this like forward like roll kind of thing and kinda of like flowed into his new into his new movement. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated how smooth it was. I think it looks great. Was a bit, I thought it was a bit meh. But get the hell out of here. <laughs> going with the meh. Sticking with it. What would you have what would you have them rather done? How how he would go into the water? Yeah. I don't know, but it's not my job to think of those things. It's my <laughs> job to analyze them once they're and critique. And critique them. This guy, this guy <laughs> says the same person who's like, "Oh, we came up with all these different reactions. Come on, Hoyoverse, you can do this. <laughs> That's not your job either." <laughs> yeah, so those I want were, you those to sit freebies. here. They pay me some here. money, and I'll think of a new way for us to dive in. I want you to sit here and tell me what. Would you rather the traveler do like a cannonball? Actually, 
I just really want them. It just wasn't anything like like impressive. I didn't think it was like special. But I, I think that's the thing. Like for me, it, for me, it's not like I don't expect him to like do a triple flip and then turn around, face the camera, and wink before he hits the water. Like I, I See, think that would have been cool. Oh my god! <laughs> I think the my point is is just it it flowed and looked it flowed very nicely. It was smooth. It looked beautiful, and then like he dove into this like beautiful part of the of the whatever i don't even know if this is an ocean or like what but like it just looked great like it just looks beautiful like it looks like you put sumeru underwater um a little bit i can kind of see that but there's a lot what i'd say there is a lot of um a lot of fish there's a lot of environment around i know there's so much great yeah it really is i was gonna say so yeah i'm I'm impressed with like so as far as the the water area is concerned overall like i I am impressed with the way it looks um there seems to be a lot of like vitality there so like it you know lots of things to do the environment feels rich and lush so that's good um saw saw bubble around me at one point so thinking there's some some kind of breathing mechanic that is going to be put at play here oh there's gonna have Um, to be yeah, so no, but, I don't but think like it a has bubble. To be. I think it's. I think there's going to be a a bubble type of mechanic. Um, hopefully, what I really want there to be is because he didn't always have a bubble on him. But I, I saw at the end there, he like grabbed some something or you know cast a spell on something, and it gave him a bubble. Yep, so, I saw that. Yeah, so what I'm thinking is hopefully you have a very long kind of stamina system underwater or you know you know breath system underwater and it, it takes a long time to deplete but if you do there are extra ways that you can kind of gain some of that back it's like he's gonna it just it just can't be a hindrance he's gonna it's, unlock gills with a hydro constellation I, dude if they did that i they would finally have a purpose on you know, <laughs> making me max out my traveler character i would do that in a heartbeat <laughs> i think I think I can see a couple different things. I feel like the Traveler, I think they're going to make it so it's not unbearable. Because having to go up and down is just, uh Please don't. take the fun out of it. Yeah, I think they, they could either, I think it'd be really simple for them to just give the Traveler gills upon getting the Hydro-like thing. I mean, they didn't make him immune to cold whenever you uh, went to Dragonspine, so. No, True. But I'm just saying, like, it's possible. Well, are they going to give us, like, underwater goulash like we had in Dragonspine to fight off the elemental influence? Because, like, in Dragonspine, you ate the goulash and it kept you from getting cold. But yeah, that was probably, terrible. They'd probably make you that, eat a meal or yeah. or drink something that would prolong your underwater breathing. I mm-hmm. hate having to use potions to do things in my game. Ugh. Oh, my it, God. It, it literally feels... takes five seconds. I've literally never used a potion in the game, actually. I don't. I, I genuinely crap. don't think I've ever. Well, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, revivals. Right, revivals. Sure, but as far as like enhancers, I've never used that enhancer. Oh, I do. I use no. enhancing food, like healing, boosting food, and stuff like that all the time. Like the sparkling berry juice, or whatever it is. Yeah, I make yeah, the hell never, out of that. Never use that. I, I've never touched it. I think the hydroculi are going to prolong our like breathing bar. Well, hopefully it still starts with a large pool, but yeah, we're, we'll we'll see. 
the thing that uh, I want to point out is that I didn't see, and one of the I'm kind of glad that they didn't, and maybe they just haven't shown it yet, but I didn't see a way for them to try and twist and work in combat mechanics from what we have I think it's more puzzle here. mechanics, yeah. Uh, to me, uh, I think, and from what I saw, is like when he was underwater, like you saw this scene where he was like, he was like blasting these like vines or something to unlock this chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it looked like a very unique kind of animation. So I'm wondering if the underwater is going to be strictly a exploration mechanic or median for us to explore and find treasure or pathways, you know, or hydroculi, things like that. And then we're going to go back to the surface for our actual combat enemies and stuff. Oh, no. I think you're going to, you're going to be fighting. They, you fight a, a hydro enemy like under the water in the, in the video. Does it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to go back and watch. I don't remember that. It's like a water. It's like a hydro spirit. Like it kind of looks right. like a smaller version of like something the oceanid would like spawn out for you. But he like sla- he does the little water blade and, and yeah, he was doing that same it. special underwater animation though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm wondering is like I don't see them taking like like our team comp freak. Oh, I gotta swap to electro. Right. I gotta swap to hydro. I gotta swap to pyro. Like we do in normal combat. Like this is gonna be its own entity. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think I think that they're probably not going to go traditional combat route, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, well, my, we'll have to see. My only issue with that is that if you don't have that element in there, once you've collected everything, once you've got all your chests and your oculi and things like that, what's going to be the incentive to go back underwater? That's the problem with dragon spine. Yeah, right. well, and again, I don't go back to Dragon Spawn because of that reason. I would love to go back and just kind of chill right. and explore the area, but I'm not going to deal with that mechanic because it's not exactly. working. That, that's and my I, point with, with mechanics like that, is that, like, that's why I don't like them. They have to find a way to make it incredibly bearable at the end of the day. Yeah, because and if, I don't want if, this to become like Dragon Spawn. I don't want this to be exactly. look as phenomenal as it is, and then once I'm done with and it, I never land. go back. Right. I 100% agree with you. That's That's been my problem with Dragon Spawn. I don't know why... They just once I beat Dragon Spine, I should be then immune to it because they write some you know narrative reason as to why. I thought but it was like, going to get fixed when I maxed out the tree that was there. I was like, oh, maybe this will fix it. And yeah, no, you think? No, suck it up, nerd. And even then, I feel like that's too much work. Like I, I really hope that it's like you know fairly early on we get some kind of gills or something like that. And we mm-hmm. that just becomes quickly a, a non-issue because I'd yeah. like them to use the water mechanic moving forward. All right. Any other thoughts? That's it. Man, I think I've said everything I can think to say. Um, I'm very excited. Um, I am I am cautiously optimistic with the underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it looks great, but I'm going to have to see how it plays out. Um, and I'm really just waiting to dive right into it and get hit with music and lore and a new zone to explore. I'm, I'm very stoked. Yeah, if I can't unlock some backflips and some belly flops on my dive in... Then uh, I'm saying underwater combat or underwater is going to be kind of a failure in general. So. Oh, see, that's why Pharaoh wants his fat boy avatar so you can do that big old cannonball into the water. <laughs> that's exactly what we. <laughs> what you going? <laughs> that, that's a callback to what that was. I guess. <laughs> Could you imagine the traveler belly flopping like into the? I water? would love that. <laughs> I can imagine Paimon belly flopping the first time on accident you dive into the water. That's the one thing I wanted to bring up is that there's no the Paimon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no Paimon underwater, Pharaoh, so tell me how useful underwater is now, huh? <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, underwater's looking fantastic. <laughs> I mean, we we started the game by fishing Paimon out of the water, so we know exactly how she does in it. 
That's true. Well, she, yeah, that's that's right. She can't yeah. handle herself in the water. Okay. They'll, do, they'll mention a throwback or something to that. Yeah. We got to end the episode. It, it is. We're going on a minute and a half over yeah. here, or an hour and a half over here. Oh, that's good stuff, uh, though, man. It's been a great episode. Yeah. Maya wrote in for our question of the week. If you could pick someone from history to be the inspiration for a Genshin character, who would it be and why? I was thinking about this question mm. since characters like Tignari, Alhaitham, Dea, and Dovrak are all based on real-life people who made history. So I didn't know any of that. I actually looked up the people that these characters were based on. It was a very interesting read. Mm-hmm. Like, Dea is, like, based on, like, some, like, Middle East, like, like female general or something like that. And I was like, this is great. Yeah. Um, I didn't and, know that. Yeah, and the whole thing, actually... like the na- the spelling of Alhatham's name and his lore and the scholar he was based on is like this is this is very very interesting. This is a great question. Um, for me, um, I should have looked at this earlier so I could actually have thought about something. I would say off like maybe Da Vinci would be a cool character to bring in. Da Vinci would have fit really good in with his Fontaine kind of. Yeah. Like the, well, is the there a place that's supposed to be Italian later on? Eh. Is, is, is there a region that's supposed to be based like on that? Naya? No. I don't no. know. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I think Da Vinci would be a good one. But he's all, he's kind of similar to, uh, what's his name? Come to think of it. Not in personality, but in the his abilities. Cave? Uh, no. How, how am I forgetting his name? Albedo. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah can... he's they run similarities there, but totally different personalities. So. That's fair. Um, but yeah, that would probably be mine. So like a a, a young Da Vinci would be really cool. Cool. Mm. Ran, what about you? See, like this is a weird question for me because I used to play a lot of like Fate Grand Order. I followed a lot of the Fate franchise, Fate Saint, oh, yeah. I, I I love all that. that. Yeah. yeah, and all those characters are like historically like King Arthur mm-hmm. and Hercules and. You know, Coquillon and all this stuff like that. So everything's a historical reference because they pull from history. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but so, some of them are myth, right? Yeah. So like a lot of them like myths. Like um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like uh, when I answered on that, it's like when I was playing through like Fate Grand Order and stuff. I played that mobile game for years, um, mm-hmm. and I've always thought that the Celtic mythology was really, really interesting. Uh, yeah. um, with Skaha and the gate, uh, the gate to the dead, and Cool uh-huh. Cullen, you know, um, being the warrior, the the, the dog that he is, um, Queen Maeve and her rebellious state. You know, Fergus is all very, very interesting, and just knowing everything from like that whole Ulster cycle and that that you know that that lore is very, right. very is just as fascinating to me. I've always loved it. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing things from like that, but there is so much you can pull from, and just knowing, you know, of her, of of Maya's letting me know that, you know, that these characters that we already have were real life, you know, inspired, mm-hmm. um, is gives gives you hope that they'll do some of that. It it really does, and it gives me a newfound appreciation for a lot of these characters and into the the cultural aspects that hoyo has taken to implement from these different you know from these different cultures yeah and it's it it really just gives a lot more credence to it um and i think it's in one of the areas where they're really they're starting to put an exceptional amount of like 
of their homework and, and like, you know, what they want to influence. And they, they excel in certain areas. And yes, they do. They do fall behind a lot of others. Um, we covered that when we talked about character designs and ethnic representation and body types and stuff like that. Right. Um, so if like, you know, everything that they excel in, they're going to, they're going to stumble in somewhere else. Yeah. And that's where I feel like that feels, but just knowing that there is at least this amount of, of work being put into this and this amount of dedication gives me a lot of hope for yeah. future characters. Uh, what yeah. about you, Dom? I want, in Fontaine, I want a character based off Napoleon Bonaparte, and I want him to have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. So, um, the, the Napoleon in Fate was actually, ended up being a big deal. He had an enormous, like, a, he carried on a giant French cannon on his arm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, that, I, that, yeah, that's exactly what we need in here as well. Yep, exactly. Um, <laughs> Cleopatra would be another good one. I feel like um, Cleopatra would have been good for Samaro influence. Yeah, definitely. I guess you could kind of see some of those, like maybe like design influences in Candace. Um, maybe a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she I, was. But, yeah, it just doesn't operate even close to the same though. Not even. Yeah, I, like I get what you're trying to say. Like Candace isn't. Yeah. You know, she's not this pharaoh like. Yeah, um, Gen- Genghis Khan would be another one, but that's that's like honestly kind of close to Ito almost. What I feel like, yeah, a little bit. Um, but like different personality, you know. I wonder um, how with Hoyo being a Chinese company, how do you think they would feel about that whole Mongolian take on it, though? You know, I think that I think that they, you know, a, a, a historical character is a historical character, you know, mm-hmm. whether they did bad or not, right? Like, sure. Um, so. You know, it is a person whether they bring it in or not. It's totally up to them at the end of the day. But I mean, you know, characters are characters. You know. Yeah. No, I was just kind of curious. I wonder like what their stance is on something like that. Yeah. But, I know. I know it would be a particularly interesting issue for them. So. Sure. Um. Yeah. But uh, if they wanted to go modern or you know more modern, like Teddy Roosevelt would be a super sick one. No one's <laughs> as badass as, as Teddy <laughs> Roosevelt. Get out of here. All right, we're ending the show. <laughs> oh man all right well let us know what you guys are most excited for let us know what you guys liked about the live stream program uh before we go i want to give a shout out to our patrons we have muffy nyanko flame dj aegis soupy neku ran penguin raichiha insomnia and sam thank you guys for supporting the show it's greatly appreciated uh other than that pharaoh where can our listeners find you uh, check me out here, of course, as always. You can also find me on the Discord for this show, and then you can also check me out uh, Chronicles of Ruterra, Arcane Podcast, anywhere where you find podcasts. Sweet deal. Ran, where can our listeners find you? Pretty regular on Twitter, at ThatRanMan. Um, usually posting about Genshin, uh, the mobile games, things going on in everyday life. Um, still working on this Twitch channel, trying to get it built up. Uh, I think I hit like 33, 34 followers, so it's building up a little bit. Nice. Just got to get the camera up and going, and I'll be in business. All right. Uh, good luck. I think we'll we'll get a uh, version three point eight like probably in what a week. So a week or two, yeah. I'm not sure if we're gonna have another ep. Uh, will our episode be out by then? I don't think so. Uh, this episode will hit on Monday. We're probably see fun. Well, when's this supposed to land? Well, we won't. Uh, well, this will come out on Monday. Oh, yeah, so we still won't be there. We'll still have, like, three more days. Or no, the new episode will be coming out right when it launches, I think. Something like that. Okay. Yeah, because today's Friday, Mm -hmm. and another episode won't come out until the 1st. 
or I'm sorry, the third. Oh no, yeah, we still have we'll still have like another day of three point seven yet. So I don't know what we're gonna talk about next week, but I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> gonna ride that hype train, man. Can I get ready? Yep. We'll just <laughs> tell Pharaoh how he is ever ever wrong about the diving animation for that we saw for like a half hour. Pharaoh's just that you guys didn't you guys didn't seem that upset whenever I No, no. Pharaoh's just that cartoon judge you see whenever there's like a competition thing. It's like it's a ten from the Hoyo cast, it's a ten from <laughs> Ran, and it's a three from the Pharaoh judges. It's like it's, that's exactly what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your week. Good luck on the rest of your Al Haytham and Kazwa polls. Hopefully you guys get who you ever you are pulling for. Um, and then we'll talk to you guys next week at Astra Abbasosk. At Astra Abbasosk. Thank you.